No, I mean, like, we can go over the extra topics and shit after we get everything else settled. It's been two weeks. We're a little behind. We're, we're a little behind. We're, we're very POC time. Ugh, I mean, I tried not to be, but then I we, went to... We were allotted one. We were allotted one. Yeah. Well, I mean, the show was officially never really on time, but, like, it's a little later than usual this week, so... so not a little. It's a lot of little. It's a lot, a little, a lot of late. A lot, a little, a lot of late. You're a little tardy to the party. I'm also a little tr- a little tipsy. As we should be. But it's Friday. Tisby. And we're back and ready to attack. But let's let's do this the right way. Wait, wait, I'm attacking this trick. Oh, get get! Is it falling everywhere? Hey guys, welcome back to the Shade Parade. We miss you so much. So much. I'm your host, Ronnie, and I am here with my bestest Judy in the whole wide world. Hey. Ari Kiki, how you doing, bitch? I'm, I'm chowing down like Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yeah, we, um, it's, it's a We have a chicken. It's a late Saturday night. We're having Saturday. Um, or Friday night, which I'm all discombobulated. You is, you just came back from a trip. I did. I just came back from a trip. From I've been fighting a cold. Atlanta's. Uh, uh, what? How did you get sick? First off, how was your week? How did you get sick? What have you been up to? What's going on? How's you doing? What you doing? Mother Nature, excuse me, Mother Nature is a treacherous bitch, and that's how I got sick because I was watching your dog on the weekend. Thank you, by the way. Mm-hmm. Last weekend was real cute. It was nice out. It was a little spring-like. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have a, you know, I just had a sweater, a scarf, just walking around minding my own business. You're notorious for that, though. But I don't like wearing extra layers. I'm big enough as it is. I, my clothes is big. Okay. So if I don't need to wear extra heavy layers... Mm-hmm. Let's see. I see. I, you know, I'll cut it back. So I only had a sweater here, and I had brought a second thinner sweater, because I was supposed to go to the gym, mm-hmm. but I chose not to, because I got hungover, because I got drunk <laughs> ah. on Saturday. Um, and because I did invasion at Stonewall. Anyways, so I, I was spending most of Sunday recovering before. No, that's wrong. What did I do? I had a show Saturday at Pieces and Sunday I had invasion. Mm. Yeah, Sunday was I wasn't drunk. I was drunk Sunday morning, um. hungover. And then wake up Monday for work from here. So fine, Mother Nature is snowing the biggest flurries you've ever seen in your when, life. Sunday? Monday. Monday. Oh, that's right, because I was coming back. And, and you were I afraid was, your I flight was, was going to get delayed. Yeah, I was afraid I was going to get stuck in Atlanta. Right, because it was snowing, and it was at least, I want to say, five inches on the floor. Oh, that's not But it all, most of it melted by like six o'clock, because it got bright and sunny. It was bizarre. It was the craziest thing. I woke up, and it was like flurries, like it was like a blizzard. It's like Mother Nature's going through menopause. Yeah, she don't know where she goes. She, <laughs> she, she just she doesn't know what's happening. Speaking of spending time with women with menopause, oh. I hung out with my mom and my sister mm-hmm. uh, in Atlanta this weekend. How, that, how was that? It was it was a lot of fun, actually. Yeah. I got to go to a black Southern Baptist church in Atlanta, Georgia on Easter Sunday. Oh, so how was that? It was, and oddly enough, it was only a two-hour service. Only? Only two hours. Oh, God. Um, no pun intended. And we went to the late service, so we got to go to the, like, the, like, 12 o'clock service. 
as opposed to the the I think they 8 call it the or 9 um, yeah they call it the early bird or the 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 bra- I call it the crack of dawn service mm-hmm. the ungodly service at like eight o'clock. You were there the when morning. Jesus actually came out of the rocks. <laughs> they were like they wanted to be there at the same exact time and coordinates <laughs> on the the sundial from when Jesus <laughs> came out of the rock. I couldn't do that. We had to show up at uh, a le- at twelve, but. It was, it was actually really cool because it's no secret that like Atlanta is like a gay mecca. Mm-hmm. And there was, uh, a gaggle, I'll say, as I'll paint the picture for you. Please. My sister and your nephew. My sister and my nephew drive in in their car. Mm. And I drive in. Right, because they live out there. Yeah. And I drive in. With my mom in the rental car that okay. we rented. Gotcha. And just because, you know, after the service, we all may want to go separate ways or right. whatever, or however that worked out. I just would rather not rely on my sister to, to get us around anywhere. And that's also so. like kind of a burden. Like you have people visiting and they don't have their way around. They don't know how to do stuff. Like I would just rather take that burden off of her. Mm-hmm. So we are, first off, my mother is playing navigator and is trying to. In Atlanta. In Atlanta, where she's, she's only been twice and has only (laughs) ever been driven around, decides to man Google Maps and refuses to put the navigation on so like she can talk to you. So she's looking at the screen the entire time while trying to drive. Right. So she's looking at the screen trying to, with her 52 year old eyes, trying to catch street signs and traffic lights and shit. No. And read directions at the same time trying to get my ass who needs as much warning as possible when there is a turn that is ahead. I need to know at least 45 minutes before we make this turn (laughs) that this turn is gonna happen. Which is something that Google will do for me. Right. But not my, not, not no. your mama GPS. It's okay, or it was Sunday, early morning. So we're driving around and we're getting lost. Apparently she misread one of the directions on the GPS, which was to literally take us across the next major intersection. And the church was literally like oh, over no. the horizon. So <laughs> we spent about 20 minutes driving around this empty lot. With a, a bulldozer in it looking for this church. Oh no. So we finally get to the church. It takes us another 20 minutes to mosey in to the parking lot because everybody's going to church. Right. It's Easter at, Sunday. It, it is Easter Sunday. It is black ass Easter Sunday. In Atlanta. In Atlanta today. The hats are out. Mm-hmm. You can see them from the rear view mirrors. I'm surprised you didn't car. take photos. I was so in awe. I just forgot. I forgot my phone. I took a couple of snaps yeah, for that. Insta. I didn't want to see that. Um, but the we finally get in. We finally get it. We finally are like walking to like you walking get on upstairs. I saw you're not on yeah. the main floor. No, we're not on the main floor. We had to go sit in the balcony because the bitch is full. We are walking in and we see a gaggle of gays. One of which is has a blonde fade, a chiffon. Top with no. flowers on it, yes! leather pants, and at least a four-inch platform heel. When Jesus say, when yes, Jesus nobody say, can say no. When Jesus say, leather pants and a mesh top, <laughs> nobody can say no. Baby, 
baby. <laughs> and then, so that was the first gig. And it was, it was like, you know, you know, take them. That's take you just them, walking you know. in. That's just walking in. But that was, that was the one outfit that stood out amongst the, you know. As, as she should. As the, the, the bright yellow suits that were, that were there. Steve Harvey collection. The, the whole Steve Harvey collection was up, large and in charge, 2018. 2017, was, 2016. Ah, and, and in some cases, 2015 and 2011 were there in the same outfit. <laughs> <laughs> they just had to show out. So we get upstairs. Mm-hmm. We're all settled in. They're taking communion. They're praying or whatever. There's this overture or something that happens where they're singing this song that pretty much lasts throughout the entire service. Like they ne- pretty much never stop singing or stop the music, which is something that I found interesting. But there was a lull in the, in the, the sermon, I guess. Okay. And all I heard was, no. Who's on Grinder at Jesus Day? Uh, Jesus is rising and someone else is trying to rise. Too. I felt like I was a contestant on The Voice. Three heads turned around so fast because everybody, like, everybody knows. Spot the that. bag. Yeah, yeah. Spot the bag. I was, and I looked, was I was she? like, oh, was it she? wasn't me, bitch. It was not me. Why do y'all look at me? Yeah, but it wasn't me. It was, it was the. Did you, you figure it out? It was the delicate lady behind me. Not the one in the mesh top. Not the one in the mesh top. It was a different delicate lady. It was a different delicate lady, but wouldn't it have been funny if it was Miss Thing? Actually, I like that term, delicate lady. Delicate lady. You know, like the pink ladies from Greece? She's mask for mask. The delicate ladies. (laughs) Yeah, like that. The delicate ladies versus the cocksuckers of the north. Yes. That's, that's, that's our tribe. The cocksuckers of the north. Yes, get it, get it. So that was, that was the most, the majority of my weekend, um, or my week. My show ended, uh, Untalented Tuesdays is over. And you had my daughter as a guest. Um, and I had Lola Michelle Kiki as our final guest, which was amazing. She was great. Yeah, her hair was questionable according to that photo <laughs> that I posted, but. And no one could tell, and no, we couldn't tell you that your yeah. hair was fucked up. It was crazy because you put, po- I think you posted that photo of the three of you together with Ike, um, and it kind of looked like you, Gadab was your mom because she looked so old in the photo. <sighs> I don't know if it was just the wig choice or the hairline. But like you looked young and you never looked a little bit more mature. That's because we were holding hands and I was sucking the youth energy out of her. But that would be so you. So it's only that when you would be you. Yeah. Only you when know, you look at the Lola, photo. Me and Lola never hold hands. She yeah. Will, she will not do that to yeah, me. Yeah, she's smart. She's smart. It's like a <laughs> it's like a uh, CPR. You really got me in this shape. You got, I can't lose the baby weight from both of my drag babies. <laughs> Baby weight. And then I hear other bitches trying to add into the family. No, ma'am, no. Oh, We're not going to say names. I'm not bringing that up. I've just brought it up like that. Mm-hmm, my notebook. Yes, I will. Mm-hmm. And then um, also, so I didn't really talk about my weekend. No, you did not talk about it. So Saturday I had a show at Pieces. Um, we were doing a match game. Um, oh, how was that? That was. I mean, I guess you're gonna tell me now. Oh, I'm gonna tell you now. <laughs> it was fun. Um, I got to see a few people who were regulars at Boots, so that was nice. Um, and I have to hit one of them up because they bought tickets to go to Mexico for Mexico Gay Pride, mm. and they got them super cheap, and they're doing an Airbnb, and I need to figure out what they're doing because they said the round trip was only three hundred dollars. What? Hello. Um, I'm down for Mexico gay pride. Right. I mean, I'm down for Mexico gay anything. Right. I wouldn't mind it. Yeah. So I have to figure out the situation. Um, I remember I had fun once. It's really hot Mexican boy. I don't think I've ever had Mexican. Really? 
I don't think so. Hmm. I haven't had that much al- uh, Latino in my life. Hmm. I've I fucked think- Asian, i fucked black, uh, and I've been fucked by black. Yeah, I've uh, pretty much I've- fucked the Olympics. Yeah, you- Any country that qualifies the- yeah. for the Olympics has either been in or on me. So I- like I'm not surprised that I wasn't yeah. questioning that, but yeah. <laughs> I've been in a mood lately where I need to, I want to get penetrated. Now. I don't, yeah. Can we get on this? Uh, you were supposed to help me, sister. You I were supposed tried. to help me. No, no, you didn't. You got occupied with your penetration situation and. What do you mean? You got when? a boyfriend. Oh, I mean, I And I, you've been busy. I would prefer not work. to let the world know that I am a captain. You can edit that out. You're an occupied, you're a delicate lady with an occupancy <laughs> occupation. <laughs> I am a cocksucker of the North, and I will remain a cocksucker of the North. Um. So Saturday, I did my Selena thing. Godiva did Tiffany Haddish, and she looked pretty good. She did really good makeup for that. Uh, we had Robin Banks as Tamar Braxton. Okay. And we had Vicky Buffont as Liza Minnelli. Did with- she take her wig off at any point? Tamar Ooh. Banks? No. Yeah, and then um, Christina Ashton as Cher, of course. Um, it was a, a, a fun. I spent most of the time just getting drunk, and <laughs> I heard you would just answer questions as Ari Kiki and just go, "I'm dead." At the yeah, end of I'm Selena. I'm dead. That is pretty much like the answer to all the questions. <laughs> I'm Selena. I'm dead. It's the anniversary of my death. I'm arisen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, Prada showed up with her boyfriend mm. or her date. Let me rephrase. Oh. oh. You will edit that out. <laughs> we'll edit that out and cut that reaction out. That was nothing but a reaction. <laughs> nothing but a reaction. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> let's try that again. Prada showed up with her boyfriend and they brought me leftovers. They went to Chinese food place. So I was so wasted that I was eating general sour with my fingers. Um, oh. and like, you know how the rice, the Chinese rice is like sticky. Mm. So I'm just balling up rice, grabbing a piece of chicken, swamping it in my mouth. Oh. At some point, I left the bar after the show. Like wandered, an anime character. Like what? An anime character? Yeah, sure. Womp. <laughs> uh, I wandered over to the monster and got a free cocktail. Uh, and saw Kareem because Kareem was covering for honey. Mm. And then I wandered back. Um, I will tell you this, but you will cut this out of the conversation. Um, I went to... But this is just between me and you. You will leave this off the mic. Um, but we haven't had this conversation. I'll chop it up. Please. Fine. Yeah, I get it. So then Sunday, I woke up hungover because I went to the monster and I had all these cocktails all night long. Very little food in my stomach. And then I had my invasion at Stonewall, which actually went really well and really smooth for, mm-hmm. for finally, for finally. Because I always make them way too long. Mm. It was still about a three hour invasion. Which is normal for you. Right. But it ended before two o'clock. Oh, right. When did you guys start? 11 on the dot. Like, just about. Like, I started on time. I did three, I did four numbers in each one of my sets. And my guests each just did two numbers. Um, I did, my first set was, um, like, fun current music. Then my second set was, like, all throwbacks. I'm obsessed. And I will be doing this for the next, any time I have an appearance, I'll be performing Saturday Love by Cheryl. Um, I think I know the song. You know it. I'm gonna. It's part. It's my. Um. It's my Tinder song. Your Tinder song. Yeah. You. You can put. You can pick a Spotify song on Tinder. So. What? Oh. Oh. Like on the actual app. Yeah. No. But for like when you go to my profile. Oh. Your so, your anthem. Yeah. My my anthem. That's what they call it. The volume up because I know I have it down. Oh. We'll see if we have the rights for this. So you know the song. It goes like this. Yeah. This is, yeah. 
So yeah, that's her. So, oh, not again. <laughs> so I'm obsessed with that song. I, I want to perform it like every time I'm out. Uh, it's such a throwback. It's easy to remember because it's the same verse and chorus twice. Mm, so I don't think I actually know the words to that song. It's super easy. Uh, and I then my sec, my third set was all Lizzo. No, my third set was Selena. Hmm. And then my fourth set was Lizzo. Um, and I did, I did her new song Fitness, which I'm obsessed with. Have you seen the video? Mm. We're going to pull that up later. Okay. Um, and then I was done by two. I had ordered Chinese food before I left your house. That was here. That was here when I came back. So I killed Chinese food when I was done. Uh, and I, Marvin came home with me, um, cause she needed some place to crash for the night. Mm. Uh, and Monday I got sick cause Mother Nature was a bitch. And I've been busy at work making labels for like, I've been, I've shipped out at least Three or four hundred boxes in the past week. Oh. And I have to do them kind of like one by one because my UPS system like imported the addresses kind of incorrectly. What happened? Nothing. Uh, um, a little see. Mm. Oh. oh. What? She's been in rail form recently. Yeah. Next door Nancy? Next door. Uh, we, we should name her. Mm. I call her Crackity to the Crack Tina, but that's repetitive. And a little offensive. What? She is. She's cracked out. Cracked out on things. I mean, listen, you. Call a moose a moose when you see it. If the moose is using... What about call a, t- a Tina Turnover? Tina Turnover? I mean... It's almost like Tina Tur- uh, Tracy Turnblad. <laughs> she could be Tina Turnover. I have smelled when she is cooking sometimes, and it does smell oh. quite delicious. Wait, not the Tina stuff. What is it? Oh, no, that smells like burnt tar. <laughs> like she's like speeding in her living room and burning rubber. So I think we covered her week, a day. I think we covered her week. Should we take a little break? I need a refill. Um, yeah, I have, since I haven't been with you guys for two weeks, I have so many topics to catch up on, but I think Ari's going to help me narrow down some of them. Like, yeah. like, I mean, we, like what's old news is Stormy Daniels fucked your president raw. That's something. She definitely clapped back at your president. She didn't collect coin like she needed to. Um, apparently Sanaa Lathan bit Beyonce in the face. Did we, can we cover that? Did we cover oh, that? Oh, they, they actually claimed the person. They yeah, said, who apparently it, it was Sanaa Lathan. Okay. Um, on cocaine or whatever, whatever. Um, Roseanne's back. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I don't support that. Something that we might, we might touch on. Yeah. And Stacey Dash drops out. Abby Lee Miller's, Miller's coming out of jail. Naomi Campbell calls out Condé Nast to make a Vogue Africa. There's so many things that are happening right now in the world of pop culture and fashion, you guys. And I just. <gasps> Should I take a break? I'm going to take a drink. I'm going to take a break. And I'm going to catch up on something. We're going to catch up on something. We're going to catch up on something. We need to talk. We're going to talk. We'll be right back. (laughs) Hey, you're listening to The Shade Parade. No, bitch. You're listening to The Shade Parade. No, 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 no. You're You're listening listening to The Shade Shade Parade. Parade. (laughs) Hosted Uh, by... Ronnie Reeves. And Ari Kiki. Catch us on Instagram at The Official Shade Parade. Or follow us on Facebook. The Shade Parade. Or look at us on Twitter. The underscore Shade Parade. Or if you got some comments, suggestions, unnecessary nudes, send it to Gmail at The Official Shade Parade at gmail.com. And ain't no nude unnecessary. Ah, that's debatable. Some of them. <laughs> I literally said, can you put your phone on silent? What did she do? What did she do? More volume! Go right into the most obnoxious Instagram video. Immediately. It was Lady Havoc. (laughs) 
I regret nothing. <laughs> I stand, I don't stand corrected. <laughs> I stand by my word. Okay, guys, we're back, we're back, we're beginning, we're back. Um, so, it's been two weeks, so I'm gonna just, I think I'm gonna go backwards okay. through the topics from the things that I have down the most recent uh-huh. that have happened, and then we're gonna, like, I guess take a poll or whatever, see what we're interested in, what we're not interested in. Well, you'll but... feel us out. Right. And by us, I mean us. Here we go. Because it's just me. Fabulous. Rapper, former rapper in the early 2000s. He's made a couple of songs, whatever. I recently. think he does like, he doesn't host a TV show or something. I have no idea. You uh, don't get me lying. I have no idea. Okay. Apparently, he got into an altercation with his baby mama where he was in like California or something. And then his baby mama posted, I don't remember her name. So forgive me if I'm just calling her the baby mama, but she is the actual like topic of the story. So whatever. Um, no, don't whatever. What? Okay, yes, I will find out her name and I'll... No, 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 just don't say whatever after... I, I have... You you ruffled on... Uh, you set me off on something, that's why I'm What? Sorry. What did I say? <sighs> now I'm going off topic. That's fine, whatever. Um. So you know I do a mentorship at the LGBT center, right? Okay, yes. Some stuff has happened in the past week and the person who was uh, running, running the uh, uh, program is no longer part of that program, mm-hmm. which I have to fill you in. I guess I could say it and you can edit it out. Okay. Um, but so then they had someone else come in and run the program and we were supposed to go uh, on a scavenger hunt in the New York Public Library. And so they had this woman uh, show us around this um, exhibit about um, hippies and like um that that era of like change the right. 60s and the 70s uh because there was like a section on like gay the stonewall riots basically a okay. very small section and so the woman during the whole conversation we ended up talking about patty Hearst because she was part of that uh exhibit and so she's like yeah she got kidnapped and she got raped or whatever by her captors and we're like what you don't say or whatever after saying someone got raped i didn't say okay okay i know it just it just brought up something that i had recently experienced and got real butthurt about i get where you're coming from with that i'm not yes you just triggered me you just triggered me Yes, in that context, I totally understand. It was some old white woman getting, like, into her feelings and having her opinions. And I understand, have your opinion, but you're, you're talking to kids. And for you to say she got raped or whatever is just, like, not cool. Like, Mm -hmm. I I was like, what? Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna drop that word around kids, we need to have, like, full context. And maybe some understanding of, like, maybe, like, gauge the room. Yeah. Of it's like, a, yeah, she she also ruffled yeah. our feathers because she ha- we walked up um to her and she goes so she I guess either wasn't aware of who we were or what like she thought we were a school so she's like so so when we informed that we were part of the LGBTQ center she goes so I'm not sure if she was trying to be funny or she was trying to like educate us she goes what does the Q stand for like what's that about and then we were like all the adults were like ready to pop the fuck off on her because we think bitch you've done it before move the fuck on the goddamn it was you're supposed to be teaching us shit we're not supposed to be teaching you bitch right it was this the, is not it, this it is was, not a teachable moment for you girl. it was a, it was her choice of wording and the way she her tone was all the mentors got real rowdy like we got ready to like thankfully the white people like said things nicely because all the all the mentors of yeah. color 
tell her we're ready to like. Right. I would have. I would have ju- jumped up in her, in her face and came for her neck. And one of them up. got. One of the white guys got, and I was like, "It stands for questioning or um, queer." Like he was. He like re- he said it angry back to her. Um, and uh, when he when we were all walking into the room, I go, "Thank you," because like <laughs> I was like, "Excuse me." Man? Like, uh, yeah, like you. Mm-mm. Sorry, you just uh, the whole you just brought up something from this week that I didn't talk about. I mean, I do hate when people ask me a Google ass question. That was a Google ass question. And you work at the library. You work at a fucking a center for information, bitch. <laughs> yes. This is where information lives. Yeah. This was, I mean, yes, this is the stone tablet and mortar situation <laughs> of a of a of the internet. Wikipedia. But this is the fucking Manhattan it. Library on the one with the lions outside. Like that's where we were. <sighs> and again, I just don't know if she was coming, what way she was coming from. But she definitely wasn't part. She wasn't an ally on that level. She, so uh, it definitely ruffled feathers. Sorry, ma'am. Sorry, ma'am. Not sorry. Not sorry. Oh. We went to BBQs afterwards and got shit a little, a little lit. That's at least you. At least you got to go not be, with not with the kids, just by ourselves. Oh, okay. I'm gonna say at least you got to go have some healing moments yeah. with the kids and then have to talk about this bullshit. Go ahead. Anyway, back, back to your topic. Sorry. <laughs> fabulous and getting punching his his baby mama. Yes, fabulous. Uh, apparent. Okay, so it was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. Emily B is his baby, his baby's mother's name. She used to be. On, you looked it up while I was going off. I did. I had time. I used my my minutes. I used my go my Google moments nest uh, responsibly. Let's go That's back. Go back to your flaming topics. So, uh, so apparently, fabulous punches his baby mother in the face seven times to the point where she loses her two front teeth. He pu- apparently he punched her in the face because she was in L.A. and he was in L.A. at the same time. But he like left his kids with her to go to some event in L.A. and then later found out that she had also something to do in L.A. and was like pissed off apparently that she was there and i don't know the whole situation i just Clearly know we don't have the whole context i don't have the whole context. not that it's okay to punch anyone in the face right and after i saw the headline i realized i didn't need the entire context i don't give a fuck who you are unless this woman is trying to like Let's literally you. put you in the ground there's no reason to like lay hands on her to this extreme like do you know how hard you have to hit somebody to knock out their fucking teeth? I physically don't, but I feel like you might. You <laughs> might know what... You might. What do you mean? Ooh. I am very even-tempered. And... and not, not... That's not what your blood pressure says. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm not editing any of this shit out. Uh-huh. All this is going on. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I have a very, like, I have a very, a huge problem with, like, guys who, not just guys who put their hands on women, like, obviously I have a problem with that because I'm a fucking human being with rational common sense and compassion for, like, those of us who aren't able to defend themselves in a way that a fucking hulking ass man can, but... I am more bothered by the way that this news has been received by, like, other people in, like, this community or, like, in the black community or whatever. How a lot of people are saying, like, oh, maybe we should wait for the whole story to come out. Or, oh, we don't know what she did to provoke him. Bruh. He knocked out her fucking teeth. Both of them. Both of them. I have been one to talk a lot of shit. Yeah, when push comes to shove, you handle the situation and you move 
on. Like you, I remember when someone attacked a friend of ours in a. Oh, excuse me. Mm, sex. Go on. That's, that's why I'm busy with boys. Um, when someone attacked one of our, verbally attacked one of our friends at an HK bar. Physically attacked. Oh, I wasn't there, so I don't know the. No, whole story. he definitely physically attacked her. And so you popped off and you punched him one good time. And that's all you needed. I mean, it may not have been once, but yes, I definitely had to. You didn't knock hands. out teeth. I didn't knock out teeth. I may have scratched a cheekbone or two, but I didn't knock out teeth. But like, you have to, you have, there is extreme force that is required to knock somebody's fucking teeth out. Yeah. And like, for this to be your fucking, Did he the get mother of your child. Oh, so that's even the best part. He got arrested, yeah, but was not held. He was literally let go within the, a couple of hours. Because he's, like, a famous rapper with, like, money and connection and influence. He just got away. So, like, apparently the... That don't sound right. Apparently they were saying that they wanted him to stay. That the police officers wanted him to stay. But he somehow just left. The judge let him go, supposedly. He was let out because of a, a judge. Because of status, basically. Pretty, probably, pretty much. That doesn't sound right. I um, mean... But maybe maybe mom didn't push charges. Also, maybe, yes, but, like... Not that that's okay. It's your fucking teeth. Yeah. Like... Well, she knows she'll pay for it. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to... I don't know. Rationalize that. You know what else I can't rationalize? Sanaa Lathan biting the fuck out of Beyonce. Who the fuck parts their two lips to put them on another human being, let alone motherfucking Beyonce? I need answers. You might want to rephrase that statement. Oh, I mean, I, I know I would... why I part lips on in in a, a quote unquote attack. What were you, cocksucker of the norm? Cocksucker of the norm. Okay. Yes. I mean, if Beyonce had a dick, I probably would suck Beyonce's dick. I'm sure but... many people would be sucking Beyonce's dick. But I could you imagine that's a, like if she came down? Uh, could you imagine the only gag if she was trans? Like, uh, minds would be blown. And be like, Bitch, to get I to that level, didn't carry these babies, right? Ah! So, <laughs> so you know, um, uh, drugs are bad. I made a statement earlier in like the past two weeks saying something to that effect. <laughs> the drugs um, are I, bad. Well, I, I said, I, you know, I don't really fuck. I don't fuck with drugs too much. I dabble once in a blue moon, but my my statement basically was. Uh, handle your shit. Handle your life if you're gonna do drugs. Don't let them destroy you. Don't your let life. drugs do you. Oh, bitch. Oh, bitch. That reminds me of a story you told me recently. That's that the of, post. Of, oh, this is what you're referring to. Right. Of, of right. lives falling apart. Right. And lies and being told. Girl, I have screenshots, but I'll show them to you later. Wow. God damn it. <sighs> damn it. This two week fucking gap yeah, that we've it's, had. There's it's so much that how I want much, How much life is that? It's because of Mercury retrograde also. I, She's I, been I wanna she, jump into that story too. Without revealing names and naming sources. Can we do that? Is that a thing? Should we not? We're obviously like in a small circle of friends, so I don't like, know how many of them actually listen to the podcast. Yeah, I also don't know how many how many of them actually listen so to the show. I can go into it. If we could want. talk about it. Well we'll have shit, fuck it. We'll just have an extra long episode. You can edit it down to two episodes. The fuck? Yeah, sure, why not? You did it for I uh, we gotta just have a long whatever. Don't make a long episode. We'll make it two. Anyways, um, so a friend, someone who I was really close to many years ago, uh, I recently found out has been well for the past couple of months to a year. I know he's been dabbling with drugs, a specific drug, a specific drug that that's not marijuana and not alcohol, and has no and I don't know what love has to do with. It. <laughs> Took me a second. Um, so I. 
he's pushed me out of his life, and I've kind of been okay with that because I've I you let it happen, like not let it happen, but like you, and I you, get it, the drugs push back because we had another friend that was kind of dabbling with the same kind of shit, and then we all kind of pushed away, out. but he also pushed us away also. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know who I'm referring mm-hmm. to. And then I saw pictures of him and his recent boyfriend on Instagram <laughs> in their matching underwear, and baby. Oh, I just want to burn it all down. Just throw the whole person away. Just throw it away. I'm Back sorry. Back to my story. Ah, I love that you got carried away. Um, so I heard that it got to the point where like they got evicted from their living situation. Um, and I got arrested because they broke into their apartment that they had gotten evicted oh from. God. Um, they're no longer in prison, clearly, or jail, whatever the case may be. Uh, and I didn't, I don't know how to address the situation. So I just casually messaged him out of the blue. I was like, Hey, how you been? What's good? He's like, Oh, uh, there was a flood in my apartment. I am living, uh, I'm staying at this, um, hotel for the time being, but I have this great duplex I'm lining up and this and the other. And I'm just like, lies, lies mm. to the point we're like i don't know where your life is and what your life is about it's crazy because like i i mean obviously i know who you're talking about and i um we had a little heart to heart when i told you this yeah and i was telling you that like i actually used to admire this person like in a and almost like in a look like i look up to you kind of way because like mm-hmm. he seemed to be somebody who had it all together was person like of color. person of color working in a very high profile career within like the fashion industry i expect or I, I think I guess you dabbled. Like, I guess yeah. they interconnected. Like, yeah, always without giving very out too much information. Yeah, very fashionable. Always correct. looked very fashionable. Very fit. Was kind of like what I was grooming myself to be, in a sense, without the whole drug abuse thing. And then, like, I ho- heard about the whole like drug thing, and I was like. Nah, girl, that's not real. Yeah, mm-hmm. but this, this bitch has it all together. Like, they have it all figured out. Right. And, like, it turns out that, like, no, you... I mean, like, me, you might have it all figured out, but then you get introduced to this tiny little crystal and... And, like I said, do your drugs, that's fine, but don't let the drugs do you. Like, manage your life. Like That's why I and never fuck a shit. He was always big on keeping appearances. I, I'm pretty straightforward about my life, I feel, and I'm very yeah. transparent, and I put everything out there. Um, there's not many skeletons left in my closet at this point. I ate most of the meat on them. Mm. Um, I hate you for just nodding and not <laughs> react, not giving me any kind of reaction to that joke. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you're welcome. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just hard. This, it hurts. It hurts to, yeah. to, to see that. I'm supposed to meet them for brunch this weekend. We'll see if it happens or not. Right. Because they're also one of those friends who are notorious, was notorious for being for, flaky. Yeah. For blowing you off. This is before the drugs. Yeah. And this is, yeah. I mean, that was, although, although, maybe the drugs were I there know, also. Right. All, as I know from like people who, are drug abusers that could have been something that was present even then when you guys were still trying to like make connections and be friends and stuff like that so who knows this probably could be an issue that's been ongoing for longer than you think and maybe even deeper rooted i mean obviously it's much deeper rooted than any of us thought if you are losing your living situation behind it and are going to jail over it i mean and i mean you also told me about situations where like things were stolen from them and Mm -hmm. like choices were made I just, I don't get it, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't feel like you, once you get to that point in life, I don't feel like you get it yourself. Like, you just, you're just going along with the flow. And it's not a good flow. You can't fight the current at this point. See, and, like, my thing is, like, 
somebody I've been offered I've been offered it before, obviously. And guys are always like, Oh, it makes you feel better, it makes you it makes you like not care about anything and I'm like, first off, I enjoy gay sex, so gay sex is my drug. Like there's nothing that could like make it better for me. Like I don't need to be high mm-hmm. to enjoy it. I don't need to be in another state of mind to like be down with bottoming or like I don't need to relax myself any more than I actually already am. Like, right, if you're invested into the situation, you're invested in the situation. Right, like, I'm usually hooking up with a person I actually already like, mm-hmm. and we're already doing something that I'm already into. Right. So, like, I'm not gonna add another element of, like, that of you feel is unnecessary. mystery and questions into And that you really that. can't control at that point. Right. Because you never know how things, how your body's gonna react to certain exactly. things. Exactly. And, like, that shit comes from, like, like, I don't know what that shit's made of, honestly. But, you know, to each its own, do your thing, have your fun, party your party, but, like, do that shit responsibly, man. Like, if you're, like, losing jobs and teeth, then, like, obviously this is not the fucking shit for you. <laughs> like, something's going wrong somewhere. Like, right. it's all about having fun and doing shit responsibly and like you can't do that then maybe you should reconsider some things maybe you should reconsider some things maybe something went off the rails maybe there's something that you need to think about or somewhere along the way a misstep was taken and now you're here Mm -hmm. in fucking central booking like you know with all your shit missing that went way off the rails. Yeah. Hour long. This is beyond an hour. Um, this is only at 40 minutes. And we haven't even, we, this is two haven't hot topics. Yeah. Then. Two topics then. Alright. What's next? Um, that's fine. We can go back and edit. Cardi B releases a new album. I Apparently, haven't heard it. She didn't write much of it. That doesn't surprise me. Most people don't write a lot of their shit nowadays. Yeah. I don't know what, who these hip hop purists are who think that they can like dictate who is like an, a hip hop artist or whatever because you didn't write your shit. Like, girl, who cares? <clears throat> She's a pop artist when it really comes down to it. She's a pop artist. She's a pop girl. And like, I mean, I'm here for it. I'm a fan. I like the album. I've listened to it. I listened to it at two o'clock this morning, was like in and out of like sleep is it, I started to get up. Is it is there funniness to it? Is it tongue in cheek? Is it serious? It's everything is you it, expect from Cardi B. It's like, it's, uh, like Yeah. It's uh, all of that. It's the character, it's Which she's aware of. Yeah. She knows it's a character. like Yeah. She puts she's on She's all the time. just a little bit more articulate on the album, like in her songs, than she is in her interviews. In anything else that she does in her entire <laughs> career. Which is such a disconnect because she, she makes like, uh, she makes comparisons and she has, um, synonyms and things that go on in her music and she uses symbolism and stuff and like butterflies in my stomach and vagina. <laughs> no, probably. <laughs> and it's just like, I didn't know. One of my favorite lines she's ever uttered. I just didn't know she was this clever. That's all I'm gonna well, say. Well, she might not be that clever. But, you know, whatever. Um, the, the, ca- the checks are ca- cashing. The, che- the checks are clearing. Yeah, obviously. that's what I meant to say. Thank you. Um, there is this... I promised you guys that I wouldn't go near politics. So I'm not going to. I'm just going to leave this little Easter egg here. The anti-Planned Parenthood bill is being passed. And it is up to President 45 to uh, sign it. So you're welcome. You got what you deserve. This is what we voted for. H&M has $4.3 billion in unsellable merchandise. It doesn't surprise me. Have you walked through an H&M? It's terrible. It's so... I I would hate to work at an H&M. Trying to organize that is beyond my my realm of understanding. Well, I remember going to an H&M and 
standing at a table with one of the sales associates oh, and having right. you them. Still them didn't you? I used to work there very briefly years ago. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. I do not have the right temperament for that job. No, not at all. I, the fact that they even hired you guys is shocking, right? I was like, did you not well, interview it was, me? It was did you not met, speak to the person it, in front of you? Was it before I met you? Yes. Yes. So I was have even, been a different person. No. I was even <laughs> more agitated. Like, just <laughs> agitated. Just walking around, just ready to fight. Just, nah. um, All right, Vixen. But, uh, 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 not yet. Uh, not yet. Uh, uh, Go ahead. Um, so I was there and there was like a sales associate who was like, you know, being really cool, probably like in his early twenties, folding down sweaters or something. Mm-hmm. And he goes from the table over to like a rack of like coats or shirts or something and starts organizing them. Some kids come over, they literally pick up a sweater, throw it over, pick up another sweater, throw it over, literally like go through and like dig down into the pile and then just walk away. They weren't even looking for a sweater. They were just making a mess. And then I watched this poor kid come back over, exhale deeply, and, and repeat the situation. Start folding sweaters. No, I can't. And this is why this is why a power plant in Sweden relies on a quarter of burnt H and M goods to run their plant. See, that doesn't sound right to the ozone to me. It's like, probably not. It, burnt cotton smells like shit. Or burnt polyester, for that oh, matter. It I've, smells even worse. I feel like bulk of H and M is polyester. Unidentified products, like I, I, I mean. Can't, I can't can't process any of that statement. So, uh, rapid, real fast. Naomi Campbell would like Condé Nast to approach and open a Vogue Africa. I am all on board for this. I believe that Africa has a lot more fashion. Sorry, I had to throw that. A lot more fashion, uh, a lot more of a fashion voice than we like to give it, to give Africa. And, um, there's a lot more, um, there's a lot more civil civilization in Africa than is being portrayed in the media. Right. And I feel like a Vogue Africa would bring light to that. There's a lot more, like, developed cities. There are rich and poor parts of Africa, just like there are every other, like, you know, like every other continent, yeah, every other country. You know, bitch, especially America. Um, LGBTQ Americans will not be counted in the 2020 census. Again, this is the president we voted for. This is what we deserve. You're welcome. Uh, Perez Hilton. No, not interested. Next topic. No, no, no. Perez Hilton. No, not interested. Next topic. <laughs> no, we got to talk about this because this is this is right up our alley. Perez Hilton says that he is banning his seven-year-old, five-year-old son from dance classes so he will not be gay. Thoughts, feelings, emotions. He's a mess. How do you feel about Perez? I don't care for him. He's a bad representation of the gay community and I'm, I don't support anything he ever does. <clears throat> he's He's full of shit. I'm shocking. I'm shocked that he has remained relevant. He's not this long. He's not relevant. That his name even appears in headlines at this point. Not the main ones. I mean, it came up on my newsfeed a couple of times. I've already told you you need to edit your newsfeed. I should actually. I should actually. I should absolutely get rid of the friends who post this story. Yes. Sorry. Uh. <laughs> oh, that's who you got this from. I got, actually, oh. I got this, this story was so. Oh, this is so, that uh, bothers me even more. Several people. Edit this conversation. <laughs> you can leave that part in, but you need to edit what I was, what was said beforehand. <laughs> um, edit this conversation. Oh. I think, 
I mean, no, I don't support anything he does. I don't. Does he even still have his like social media blog up? Who cares? Like, I don't. I, really I don't know. Like, is he still like? Is he still relevant? Does he still do anything in like the celebrity sphere? I know he was on Celebrity Big Brother or whatever, That's but not like, relevant. like, what does he do? Why are we hearing from this troll? Literal fucking troll. He did all that plastic surgery. He had all of that fucking weight loss, and he still looks like he belongs under the goddamn Golden Gate Bridge on under high noon like i don't fucking understand why we're listening to him or why the fuck he's still opening anyone, his mouth about anything so he's saying that like you can't ignore the fact that there are a disproportionate amount of gay people who work in dance or who are in the arts. first off there's so much there's so much to unpack here there's so much self-hate to unpack oh, yeah. in this one in that one statement alone that I don't think I even have time to just backtrack and tell you how asinine and wrong this fucking statement. Specifically coming from someone who claims to be an out and proud gay man. I don't know what he's proud of. If my ass looks better than my face, I might be proud of being a a deep dick and bottom. But I don't know what he has going on over there. I just... You're not going to get me anything, are you? No. Why? Because I don't support this conversation. <sighs> He's not a factor. If you don't talk about him, you don't give him credence. But there are, I mean, that doesn't ex- exclude the fact that there are people out there who Exc- think this way. Excluding his there name. Are people, there excluding are also name, gay people out there will, who think this way. I will say this to the statement. If you're a gay individual who does not want your child to take a dance class because you are, quote unquote, afraid it will turn them gay, you do not deserve to have a child. Especially if you're a gay person. You did not acquire this child through the natural means, quote-unquote. So for you to put basically, whether you intentionally do it or not, you're basically putting down your child, prohibiting him from being creative. And I know from my point of view, from my experience, my parents weren't, like, knocking me for being gay or anything like that growing up because I didn't know I was gay. But it was always baseball. There was art here and there. Like, it's just... If you know what the difficulty of being a gay person is, why would you inf- project you that? that on your own kid? Right. Whether you mean to or not, not, no, fuck that. You mean no, to. No, he's clearly meaning to. And yeah. even, and he came out with some, like, some stupid ass apology afterwards because that's what we fucking do these days is we say something horrible and then we apologize. We, you know, put out this yeah. half ass apology. Right. Um, he apologized for it. I just feel like, Whatever, whatever statistics you think you've, you've calculated in your head or whatever. You don't become gay. You either are gay or not. Right. You either, you either are gay or you're not gay. And the fact that you, as someone who says that you are a out and proud, openly gay man, telling your son that I don't want you to be like me. I don't want, I think your life will be easier if you're not like me. Sends an ass backwards, confusing, fucking mixed, crossed ass signal to your own kid. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I understand. I definitely, I totally understand wanting to keep your kids safe. Yes. I, I get that. I get that, you know, you, you want to protect your kids. You don't want them to have hardships. You, whatever. But was that the context he put it in? That's the context that he put it in. What, th- and this is where. Still not okay. This is where, this is where this, 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 this fucking shadow of, um, hyper masculinity just kind of 
toxic masculinity, I'm sorry, comes into play and is a problem. What the fuck about dancing makes you gay? What the fuck about expressing yourself through movement to music makes you want to suck a dick? It's not, it's not the same fucking thing. They, they're not hand in hand, you fucking moron. And anybody who thinks like that is a fucking idiot. Like, how do you make that correlation? Yes, I'm free. I want to be out and like, enjoy a rhythmic tone and move my body to the music oh i guess i'm gonna go sit on a cock today those are not those are not mutually exclusive thoughts so like for you as a gay man somebody who i'm pretty sure can't even fucking tap their feet on beat says that a dance class is gonna make their fucking kid gay is asinine at best and for you to like say it and to stand in it makes you look like even more of a fucking idiot. You're not welcome to the cookout. Grab your things and go the fuck home. You can leave the kid here, but you you gotta go, Becky. You gotta get the fuck out. As I've said before, and I'll say it again, a non-factor will always remain a non-factor. His whole career was based on being a non-factor, talking about people who were factors. Yeah, yeah. His whole career was based on being a fucking troll. Yeah. And he has not ceased. No. He has not stopped at one little bit. Because so, when he tries to be a good person, it doesn't work. Uh -uh. But that's because you've been an asshole the entire time. No one that's wants to give knows. you the time of day. Puckered up and and and, and just nasty. Hence why I don't give him the time of day? I don't. Like so that's a resounding fuck you from the cast of the Shade Parade to that bitch. So that means I guess we're putting her in the graveyard too. We're gonna bury her. She's been buried in my book in for a year. Well, we're putting her in the official graveyard. If you say so. Um, you dug her back up. <laughs> I mean, that was that was like the whole thing. I'm sorry, I went on a rant again. Give a fuck. Um, we're gonna give you guys a little extra little bonus with hot hot with um drag race, but um, we take a break? yeah, we're gonna take a break. Roseanne's back. I wanted to get your feedback on that, but I don't think I didn't watch the show. Cares. I didn't support it because she's a Trump supporter. And... 45. And she's insane. Yes. Abby Lee Miller is getting out of jail for good behavior, which I don't think you care about. No. Nope. Honestly. Nope. Stacey Dash drops out of resi uh, drops out of this uh, campaign, which great. You fucking moron. I also bury her. Um, we're putting you in the graveyard, Stacey Dash. Been, uh, that's another one that's been in the graveyard from my before. Yeah, sorry, girl. And the hot felon Jeremy Meeks gets his billion dollar girlfriend pregnant. So, kuchang, kuchang, bitch. I see your come up, Jeremy. I see how you did that, Mr. Hot Felon. And I'm right behind you, daddy. We're going to take a little break. We're going to come back with a little bit of RuPaul's Drag Race episode three for season 10. Yes, I know, I know, we didn't get to episode two, but, like, would you really rather have us backtrack through the calorie Kardashian fiasco? I think not, really. Give us ten minutes. We'll get you all caught up. We'll be right back. Listen to us on... TuneIn. Stitcher. iTunes. Google Play. And, and SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Thanks for listening. Have a good night. Wait, what? Morning? Afternoon? Uh, what's... Happy ending. <laughs> oh, that could be any time. That's the right time. Okay, bye. Was that a like, bow, bow, bow? That was that. No, that was that was the car on Paul's oh, Dragon. The pew. My favorite sound effect. No, the pew, pew, pew. That's my favorite sound effect. That's different. That's different. It is. You know the guy's super rich, right? The pew, pew, pew guy. I thought there was a guy called pew, pew, pew. I didn't know that was actually the name. But. <laughs> 
Oh, but we should have got refills over the commercial break. We should have. We um, still we're go at back. the same level. We could still go back. We could just pause this shit right here in the middle. Yeah. And then you just hear a and we're back. Welcome to the shade parade. <laughs> we didn't actually do it yet, but there might be there some might be pause a, a in the middle pause. of the conversation. A little different pause. Um, do we want to watch? I think I guess we'll watch the runway once we're critiquing the runways. Like watch them come down the runway as we're critiquing. Do you care? Were the feathers that amazing? No. Whatever. Let's jump right Deep into it. trimming downtown. Highs trim. Oh, bitch. That's, That's all. That's exactly what that that challenge was. That's what it should have mm. been called. Mm. Highs trimming. And on today, today on the runway, you're going to bring me everything from High's Trimming. <laughs> High's Trimming is a trimming store here in New York City. If you work in the fashion industry or if you like make things like garments and stuff, you know about it. I don't know if you're a part of that exclusive club because I'm, I'm sorry. So we open up to RuPaul's Drag Race episode three from season 10. I used to say that so much better. RuPaul's Drag Race, episode, season 10, episode 3. There we go. The mini challenge is a monologue with chocolate. Rue comes into the work workroom. It's more self-promotion. It's more self-promotion for Rue. Which is nothing Which, new. that's what this entire, that's what this entire show has always been. Yeah, but it's, a commercial for Rue. You know, it's always been a commercial for RuPaul. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not mad at that. That's, if you're the number one drag queen in the world. Yeah, that's what she is, honestly. Yeah, no, she's the number one drag queen. Listen, you say drag queen, and... RuPaul. RuPaul, there are images of RuPaul. when you say doll, this is for me, you say doll, you think Barbie. Okay. Or Annabelle. I was going to say voodoo, but sure. What? What? Context. Yes, absolutely. We walk into the mini challenge where RuPaul is promoting her Ru chocolate bars again for the seventh season. And she is... I was very disappointed. I didn't understand. So she gives him this challenge. I'm a fat person. I like chocolate bars. Oh, you've had the chocolate before. No, I haven't. But I would think that there was like some sort of imprint on the chocolate bars themselves. Of Ru? Of something. What? 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 They were just squares. I mean, I think the only thing that would be funny for RuPaul's chocolate bar were for you to unwrap it and be like a 10 inch dick. Like a 10 inch chocolate nutty sea salt That's not her aesthetic. That's the only thing that would make it funny for me. You want a RuPaul's chocolate bar? Bitch, you getting RuPaul's chocolate, girl. There you go. That's not her comedy. If it was Lady Bunny, I, I would see that. Uh, it, it, bitch, I need a chocolate bar because that's my comedy. Mm. Uh, or a turd, or a turd. A chocolate turd would actually a, be awesome. An, uh, but like, like a lump of chocolate, and with like, yeah, like a just, Hershey kiss, but like, yeah, like a Hershey kiss, but like out they of make a, the big ones, but out of like hollow. a soft serve machine, and it would yeah, have swirlies. Yeah, it would have nuts, nuts and like inside. sesame yeah. seeds on top of it. Maybe some corn. Too much, too much. <laughs> It'd be like discolored. I, and we're getting like, carried away. I'm put sorry. Put some like spicy Dorito chips in there. Oh, why'd you have to go there? Gross. <laughs> Sugar, what is it? Power strip? What are they called? Sour patch the straws. Sour patch straws. Yes, they just be hanging out like a, like a who from Whoville. Disgusting. Um, Back on topic, please. Yeah, so I didn't really get the chocolate monologue thing. I get that they were supposed to be funny, that they were supposed to be entertaining, but I also feel like a lot of the other girls didn't really get it. Like I don't know. I don't think that they really understood what they were supposed to be doing. So. The winners of the mini challenge end up being Monique Hart, Blair, St. Blair, Blair St. Clair, Blair St. Clair, and Monet Exchange. They are then told that they are going to be doing, for the maxi challenge, a commercial for a dating app. The challenge is called Tap That App. Mm. The, the, the puns, the puns are... The puns never stop! <laughs> 
So they're broken down into three different groups, which represent the three apps. There's the End of Days, which includes Blair St. Clair, the Vixen, Miss Cracker, and Eureka. Then there is Fipster, which includes uh, Cameron. Cameron. Yeah, Cameron Michaels, Dusty Ray Bottoms, Mayhem Miller, and Monique, who was the leader of that group. Blair was the leader of the other group. And then there is Madam or Mrs. Butterface or Madam Butterface. Madam Butterface. Madam Butterface. With Yuha, Monet Exchange, who was the leader, Asia O'Hara, and Aquaria. And I don't have much written down for when they were going through the the challenge. I just thought they, the end of days girls were really funny. They were more put together. The Madame Butterface girls were really funny. I did think that the girls who were doing the Fibster were a little problematic. Like Mayhem Miller, I felt like was a little bit of a disaster. I didn't really... Dusty was pretty funny. I felt like Dusty was... Was the funniest one. Probably the funniest one of the group. Um, But they didn't give her much airtime in... The behind the scenes kind of. In the of, rehearsal, yeah. like recording portion. And Cameron Michaels was a complete snooze fast. Uh, and then we come back into the workroom to Spidergate. I'm calling it Spidergate. The queen saw a spider and they flipped the fuck out. Just so extra. It was so extra. But it was like, it's one of those moments where I feel like these are why these queens are on this show. Because like. The action. They're is. all, they're so extra. There's so much personality in the room and like. I almost wish there was a portion of Drag Race where we got to see the girls go home at the end of the night, where they got to interact as boys, just like in like a kind of like top model kind of situation. So you kind of really see them. Yeah. So you could really like, so we get this little like sneak, this like little sneak peek teaser in the workroom. But could you imagine having like the rest of the time that you're not in the workroom, just spending time with these girls, like forming alliances and being catty and bitchy and like. Well, they're already kind of doing that. Yeah. But I feel like it'd be even better if we got all of this stuff on camera in like a bad girls club kind of way. I thought you meant something like behind the scenes, but like other individuals that are not part of the contest so like you can kind of see their real personalities oh no no no. i mean like in the pressure cooker with only the girls that are in the show in like a top model kind of way gotcha 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 oh and during this whole thing during spider gate whatever dusty ray opens up about her crazy religious background um something that she and i share which is interesting yes and which is also i did not know that we kind of had that like similar background which Mm -hmm. is really interesting girl um she talks about how she was exercised by a preacher from her super religious family and she was i don't know if she said she was sent away to conversion camp or she was threatened yeah same same was threatened uh threatened to be sent away to like these conversion camps uh for therapy to make her straight or whatever oh trigger that trigger you again or whatever no um but that that was that was a touching moment for me specifically just because i have a very similar kind of story um and it's kind of refreshing to know that like you're not the only person who went through that and that there are other people who like i mean obviously this is something that happens in other families because like there wouldn't be fucking camps or a fuck or like a system in place for this kind of fuckery to go around but it's someone you actually kind of know right it's someone that i've actually interacted with somebody i've worked with somebody that i actually know and to know that she and i kind of have this like this somewhat shared history through the cult through this like religious culture is you know it's something it's something to take note of 
So I might not be as mean to her in the future. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I might be nicer. So we get to the runway and we dif- we discover that the judges are Nico Testarelli. No one knows. I can never pronounce his, his last but name. Who is she? And Courtney Love. And the theme on the runway is feathers. High streaming. Feathers. First off, Feathers is not a theme. It is a club in northern New Jersey where you go to get completely fucked up, to black out for the night, and suck a dick in a parking lot that you can claim to not remember the next day. I don't know what this challenge was about. Feathers. Feathers. It's like last, uh, like on Allstars 2 when they did Flowers. They're just randomly calling shit out. Yeah. Garbage. Yeah. Garbage is Well, this garbage is a recurring, is a recurring one way. Mm-hmm. Well, like every week there's garbage on the yeah, runway. Yeah, I was gonna say, whether yeah. they're intentional or not. <laughs> so, for the runway, Blair St. Clair comes down in a white and gold hodgepodge. It was alright. I didn't like it. It wasn't special. I did not like it whatsoever. No, it didn't stand out. It looked like, it looked like, uh, something you buy uh, David Bridal. You said David's Bridal, didn't you? Yeah. I wish the skirt was fuller. It looked like a molting gold, it looked like a molting parrot with gold skin underneath. That's what it looked like. Somebody had ripped the feathers out and like, oh, it's a pretty bitch. bird because it's gold. You know what it is? It's Monique Hart's entrance outfit with white feathers stuck on it. I'm trying to remember her. her it was the gold, like, uh, like. Oh, uh, with the fringe? I, it wasn't fringe. No, though. hers was fringe. Hers was, it was like, ex- ap- like, it, no, I'm thinking Asia. No, you're thinking I Asia. I'm getting black girls. Oh no, mm-hmm. you, hi, you better, don't, oh, you better, I can't. Ah, uh, okay. So, um, <laughs> Blair Sinclair, whatever, that was, um, you know, whatever. Miss Cracker walks in with a blue feathered situation. Oh, that thing. No, I did not like Monique Hart's look. No, but that that's, looks it like... looks like Blair St. Clair's just blue white feathers on top of that. Some similar. I told you Monique Hart looked like a, um, a toilet paper, a toilet scrubby when I first saw her. Like a toilet brush cleaner. Toilet bowl cleaner. Anyway, um. Thank you. Miss Cracker walks in in a blue cage, blue dress with feathers of a gold cage and a blue nest on her head. And <laughs> as much as I appreciate her as a performer, this was clearly something you, that Miss Vanjie had left over. And you? Well, she said it was to pay homage to her dead friend, so homage paid. Eureka O'Hara comes in looking like Dark Lady with this big black feather cloak. Uh, and great eye makeup. I thought she looked beautiful. You hated her loaf. I hate her hair. I hate when they do that loaf of bread on the head. It's... Okay. Here you go. Lucy, y'all. I'm sorry. Good job. The vixen comes in in this peacock with a side tail. I liked her I outfit. I really liked her outfit. I wish the tail was a little bit bigger. I wish the hair was a little more polished. Mm. But I I genuinely like the vixen. I yeah. want to like the vixen is what I want. I want to like her. I judged her a little harshly when I first was introduced to her. But now I, I'm i warming up to her personality. I like how she's kind of no nonsense. Unlike everyone else in the workroom. Hmm. We'll get there. Uh, Monique Hart comes in in a white knockoff of a Roland Moray outfit. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Most people don't. But but it, you do. But I do. But you do. Because I got that degree from FIT, girl. <laughs> it's going to pay for itself somehow. <laughs> um, I thought she looked beautiful. Again, not great. Just because I feel, I feel like this was... 
Feathers is great. It's a great theme, but you, I feel like the theme should have been given a little bit more direction. Feathers is so open to interpretation Mm -hmm. that a lot of these girls just didn't know which direction to take it in. Mm -hmm. So you just got a lot of garments with feathers on them. Mm -hmm. And not a lot of them were, were like garments where feathers were taken into consideration as like, you know, being a part of the aesthetic of the look. Where like, right. Whereas Monique has this great cape that has all of these beautiful feathers. The dress underneath was a big throwaway for me. It was, it was like a knit something on top and then it had like a mesh or chiffon bottom with a couple of feathers on the bottom of Mm -hmm. it. Which, you know, whatevs, do your thing. Um, then we have Mayhem, which I don't even think I remember what Mayhem wearing. Pink and black. Oh, yes. Actually, I know. I really, really loved Mayhem's dress. Because your chest would look good in that dress. My chest would look amazing. I actually, I actually would love that dress if the skirt was fuller. Like, if it was for, like, for me, for me, for my thing. Because you actually have pecs and you color them in really well. And I like, thank you. Thank you. I like to color my titties a little bit. Make (laughs) you give that va, 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 boom. Um, I thought that was a great look. It was very, the the pink, the vibrance of that pink was very now, it was very fresh. I was devastated during the lip sync. That's all I'm going to say. As a designer. Cameron Michaels looked fucking incredible. I thought she was a black girl. (laughs) She did have a lot of black on her face. Not not doing blackface, but. Not what I said. She did have a lot of black on her face. I just said she looked, I thought she was a black girl. No, 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 no. She, I think she looked incredible. That was completely conceptual. Very well done. It was Mm -hmm. very well made. I was very excited to see, I want to see more pictures of it because I was just, it excited me. We actually should have watched Fashion Photo because I'm sure that's out right now. No, it won't be out until tomorrow. It's tomorrow Saturday. Yes. It comes out on Saturdays? It comes out to the main public on Saturdays. That's, that's terrible. Bob Present gets out on Fridays. Monet comes out in a 1920s inspired red and black, I want to say. No, nope, just red. Just a all red feather. Maybe it was black. I didn't, I, I didn't care for it. I'm sorry, Monet. I have seen her in so many other better things and I just, I don't know. I think that if you were going to go 1920s, I wouldn't have gone a full length dress. I would have maybe made that... Feather flapper? Yeah, a feather, a feather flapper, flapper with, like, that long, obnoxious peacock feather that just comes out of the end of it that slaps everybody in the face every time you look left or right. I would have gone that route. Or maybe, like, had, like, a full coat made of feathers. One of those big, like, sequin queen coats. Please. Made out of feathers. Please retract that statement. Uh, what? If she was gonna retract go that route. that statement. I hate those jackets passionately. I, I said... If she, if you're gonna go that route, Asia O'Hara in this Tweety Bird. Look. Apparently, it's a Moschino knockoff. Oh, okay. That explains why I hate it so much. Yeah, then. I figured because I do not like Moschino. I have I come know. out publicly and said that yeah. several times. I am probably diminishing my status within the fashion community no. at this very moment by making this statement. But not the reputable Moschino is one of my least favorite brands right now. All of those pop culture references. You have full-grown fucking adults walking around looking like like preteens in car- fucking cartoons from the 90s and early 2000s. It irritates the shit out for various reasons. But I did enjoy this look, I'm gonna say. 
I hated I I hated it at first, and I do still believe that it could have been shorter. I do mm. think if I saw a little leg, it would be more. Insane. I would have been more. It would have been a little bit more visually appealing. She was she was in fact a big ball of feathers and eyes, and that's what it was. <clears throat> but you loved it when you figured out <coughs> her hands. Yeah. And then when I saw the gloves, when she clasped her hands in front of her, and I could see the beak of Tweety Bird, then I was like, okay, it's not so terrible. I mean, I guess I loved, I liked it. I liked it. I'm not going to go as far in saying I loved it. It could have been constructed a little bit better. But I liked it. It didn't, it didn't piss me off as much as it did when I didn't put everything together. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Yu Ha Hamasaki comes out with a black dress. The dress was we like. I love the dress. I really thought the dress was great, which it actually did not differ that much from Mayhem's silhouette. If you look at it, if you think about it, the dresses were very similar. Uh, the only difference was Yuha chose that tacky one-tone red hair mm. and then put roses in it, which were the same color. And you didn't even, you didn't even realize that it was flowers in her there hair. There were flowers in her hair. I didn't clock it until Michelle pointed it out. I'm pretty yeah. sure. And then uh, Aquaria comes out as this white bird that's been sacrificed Saint Sebastian style. It turns out that Asia O'Hara is your winner this week with mm-hmm. her Tweety Bird. And that your bottom two turn out to be Yuha Hamasaki and Mayhem Miller. They're performing to Holes, Celebrity Skin. You know, Hole, Courtney Love's da-na, band. Da-na. I fucking love that song. I'm totally going to perform that soon, by the way. Mm-hmm. So, sorry about it. And it uh turns out that Yuha gets sent home. In episode three, Yuha Hamasaki goes home. Spoiler alert. Her, oh, fuck that. Your, her going away <laughs> statement is Yuha gotta remember me. I don't think she, uh. Thought that out too well. I don't think she got that. I don't think she understood that too well. But, um, that's it. That was the episode. Um, what did you think of the episode? Who would you have sent home? And did you think the bottom two were chosen correctly this week? I, who was the other bottom? Cameron, I want to, I want to say. I would have put Cameron and sometimes I wish you could do a three people bottom just because. They have before. No. Haven't they? Not three people. Hmm. They sent two people home. Hmm. Mayhem just allowed herself to like get stepped over. And, yeah. But it, I, you know what? No. Because honestly, Cameron's runway kind of saved Saves her. her. Yeah. There was, and there was also no way I wanted to see her lip sync in that look. No. I don't want you ruining that. That was too beautiful. That I'm was, sorry. Yeah. And I, I mean, like, I have a bias. Like, if I see a girl, like, put in the effort on the runway and, like, you are completely redeeming yourself in this moment and you can absolutely not lip sync in this garment specifically at this time, mm-hmm. I'm not going to make you lip sync. However, if your performance was dismal and is in no way salvageable, then girl, I hope you have a mini skirt in the back and a headdress that replaces this wig that People you have on that. something. You have took off her her bun. She did. She, she took off her bun. On. She left them tacky ass flowers in her hair. She took the dress off as soon as the beat started. As soon as the song started. That was such a fail for me. If, if you're, like, not, if you're, gonna, if go you're not gonna have like some the, dramatic the dress, ass reveal. The dress had a slit in it. Right. You could have shredded back and forth. You could have had you more movement than Mayhem did. Where were you going, Mama? I just don't understand. I actually think the bottom two was correct mm-hmm. this week. I do think that Mayhem kind of didn't let her star shine. Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, that's that. And I also think that <laughs> Yuha just... I feel like Yuha was a... The it, fact that she didn't paint ugly, she just did... She basically painted Dusty's face. <laughs> <laughs> I love that the wind came out of you for a second. For Where's the one. lie? Where's the lie? That was basically Dusty's face. That, that's a read, though. That is a read. She put a few hairs on her face and she painted like Dusty. Um, That's not that's not ugly, girl. That's not That's ugly. not what they were... Especially when the whole team was telling you to paint ugly. And they were definitely... Like, they were definitely more you that yeah. you were going to be in the bottom if you don't figure this yeah, out. Yeah, she didn't make but, it for, yeah, and then her lines were terrible. Yeah, and I mean, then there was the whole thing with the Vixen and Aquaria and that. In Untucked. In Untucked, with that whole, like, situation where Vixen feels like because Aquaria cries all the time, which I can no, totally see. No, it's not that she cries this. all the time. It's because Aquaria started something, Vixen responded, and Aquaria's response to Vixen responding was to was cry. To cry. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently, apparently Aquaria, which I can believe, apparently she likes to push buttons and she it's likes a, to, it's a, it's to. The receipts are on the TV. The receipts are there, honestly. She picks, she. She says certain things. Yes. And all the girls called her out on it. And the, she, she came for the vixen and she, she apparently does this to everyone. Yeah. And she came for the vixen and the vixen responded in light. Mm-hmm. And it was received. But like, like, but like consistent. Like the vixen was like, "You are upsetting me. I'm gonna upset you back." Yeah. And then, by and the way, all that fluctuate. What was that? Um, what was I doing? Poking the bear. Well, no, but I was actually. I wanted to let them know I was poking. As they were pointing, bearing, bearing yeah, pointed. pointed. Your stiletto nails were pointed at the microphone as you were saying them. My my jacked up nails. Huh. Um. But yeah, and she's saying that this whole dialogue is being created of her being seen as like the angry narrative. black woman. But yes, the whole narrative of her being seen as the angry black woman and her what? attacking Aquaria is how it's going to play out in social media and in the media. And I can definitely... We've I, seen it. We've seen we've it seen time that. and time again. We've definitely seen that. We've seen how certain queens are received to y'all mm-hmm. after... They've Kennedy, been on, after Kennedy, Jasmine, specifically Jasmine, Kennedy, all these other girls, how you see these black or people of color as these one dimensional. Even Shay on some levels. Who? Shay Clay. Yeah. Yes. She's only, she's, she's a fierce, she's a fierce girl. She's a fierce, like, and that's all you see. You see these like one dimensional caricatures of like actual fucking people. Mm-hmm. And even though you've been given countless hours, of 10 other hours materials, of other material to see on. them, this is what you're choosing to focus on. And that's exactly how this is going to play out. I promise you this is how this is going to play out. And we can go on Reddit right now and see a bunch of gifts and images of Aquaria crying into her palms. I only go to Reddit to look at nudes. Who's nudes? All the drag queens. Okay. You know what? I'll send you the link. Mm-mm. We've run over. We have. We've run all the way My over. Class My class hasn't. My class I know. Run. We need to refill. Fill we her do. up. Fill her up. Mm. Okay, you guys. We're going to do announcements. We're introducing a new segment to the show called announcements because we have Ari gigs. And I, we have gigs. Ari and I are busy fucking bitches. I was busier. You were busier. I've been less busy. But you got busy. And I got busy. So this is the nature of the business, and this is how the fuck we're going to rock it. Announcements! Proclamations! Announcements! Proclamations! From the cocksuckers of the north! (laughs) Cocksuckers of the north! Where are we going? I... (laughs) Where are we going? We are going to be at Icavelli's Day Off. Do you know what day that is? That The day that we are off is Saturday, <laughs> April 
Drumroll. 28th. April 28th, we are going to be at the Duplex in the theater for Icavelli's Day Off. On the second floor. At 930. 930. I was going to say 8 o'clock. Tickets are, I believe, 20. You can get tickets on www.purplepass.com. Aveli0428. I will spell this out for you. www.purplepass.com backslash A-B-E-L-L-I-0428. Thank you for all that. I'm probably going to put it in the show notes, but... Yeah. And it's not just us performing that night either. Ah, who else? Who else do we have performing? We have Aaron Paul, Jezebel, Yumi, Icavelli, of course, and lots of cameos. You, yeah. Oh, so. lies. $15 in advance, $20 at the door, two drink minimum, giveaways, audience participation, comedy, music, drag. The, the, the list is overflowing. 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 That's crazy. Like my tampon. Um, okay. No. Do you have, do you know where you're performing? Do you know what you're doing? Yeah. You can catch me every second Saturday at Stonewall Inn for Riot. We raise money for different LGBT lives. We raise money for the Stonewall Gives Back Initiative, which helps out various LGBTQ organizations. Uh, this month, I recruited some former girls from Boots on my Saturday night. So we have Miss Prodigy Major, Kareem McJagger, um, T-Boy, and someone else I can't remember. Ooh, that's delicious. Right? Isn't it great when you can't remember things? I... I've been drinking. Okay. I want to say it's uh, hibiscus. Was that not who it was? Nope, it's Wendy Waxwood. Ooh, wrong. <clears throat> okay, well, just so you guys know, we actually have an event planned as the Shade Parade where we will be out for Pod in Live. That's right, we are going to be attending Pod in Live, which is a podcast event for, I guess, podcasters in New York, POC podcasters in New York. It's hosted by one of my really good friends, also a fellow podcaster, Jay of Queen and Queen and Jay, Tea with Queen and Jay, I'm sorry. And you can also find them on SoundCloud and TuneIn, iTunes, literally everywhere you find podcasts. Podcast. That's Tea with Queen and Jay. They are hosting the Pod and Live, and that is on April 21st, which is a Saturday. We will be there from 4 to 6. We'll be wandering around, just, you know, getting to say hi, introducing ourselves to other podcasters, fellow podcasters of New York City and the surrounding areas. And fans of podcasts. And fans of podcasts. So if you're interested in coming to the Pod and Live, and that will be at Von Bar, which is at 3 Bleecker Street here in New York City, it is going to be at 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. Ari and I are probably only going to be there from 4 to 6, you know, but we'll feel it out. But we encourage you to go to teawithqueenandj.com to RSVP for this event. That's Tea with Queen and J. We'll leave that in the show notes. And it's a free event, correct? It's a free event. It's a free as fuck event. So you should come out and say hi to us. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Get to know us a little bit. If you don't know us already. If you don't know us already. It'll be great to, I'm really excited to meet other podcasters in the city and to like, you know, share ideas and to be on panels and shit. Yeah. So, I mean, that's stuff that we're doing. What are you doing? Um, yeah. Untalented Tuesdays ended this past Tuesday. I'd like to thank everybody at the duplex who helped us put this show together. I'd like to thank all of our guests, Ari Kiki, Tim Moss, Katrina Lovelace, Lola Michelle Kiki, and of course, my my co-host, Icavelli, and our fabulous bartender, Liam Daniels. It was a great run. 
This episode has run the fuck over. I am so sorry, but I also thank you guys for listening and sticking around this long. Yes. We're going to refill our cocktails. Ooh, did you hear me go through puberty in the middle of that sentence? I see you go through puberty consistently. You know what? You know what? I'm going to pack this bowl and I'm going the fuck home. You are home. You're going to kick me out. (laughs) Good night. (laughs) We'll see you guys next week. (laughs) 